Hey everyone, Aaron here. Just wanted to jump in before the show itself. This show was admittedly much shorter than usual, but it is pretty dense and there's no shortage of stuff to do if you want to follow some of these ideas and things that I mentioned, basically covering the different tools and categories for the show. And again, it's not a super thorough deep dive of absolutely everything that we use. And there's plenty more that I know about that I haven't started using yet that needs to happen as well. So those are things that I can share as I get a little more comfortable with those tools. I mean, there's always something new and something more you can use, but I do also like creating a show like this where we can really lay some fundamentals like minimum you would need to do this at all. So that's what you'll see here. I highly recommend checking out the show notes because I linked everything up and you can take a look, see what you like and figure out what's useful to you, if at all. I also realized as I did this, again, I kind of breezed through the various tools and categories and didn't really do much of a deep dive for each, which frankly, I probably could have explained a little bit more, but this made me realize that a deep dive is in order for a lot of these categories and tools. So I will definitely work on that. And certain things have already gotten a little bit of coverage, like Raspberry Pi, for example, has had several different posts. So I think some of these other softwares that are quite useful need to be a part of that discussion. So that's the main thoughts there. Look for more education. And also I'm really stoked to put out something a little bit more educational because it's very easy to get caught up in what's this thing? What is that thing? You know, I do want to lay a good foundation for the website to ensure that there's at least a few articles that cover basic fundamentals, at least one ideally, but two or three is even better. That's something that I've really been working on this year. And next year, I think there's definitely going to be a lot more opportunities for deep dives on using these tools and frankly, making them more useful for us personally, professionally, and whatever other categories you might be using these tools for. All right. Well, let's get it started. Welcome to Emerging Tech Mastery, a show that demystifies cutting-edge technology like cryptocurrency, the blockchain, metaverse, NFTs, virtual reality, the maker movement, artificial intelligence, machine learning, cloud, edge, and even fog computing. Strap in as we ride into the fourth industrial revolution. Emerging Tech Mastery provides actionable knowledge, regardless of skill level, from experts in the trenches. We piece together this intel in easy-to-consume media formats, processes, and procedures. See you in the future. another episode of Emerging Tech Mastery. On this episode, another solo episode, I wanted to talk about six tech tool categories we use for the show and website. So we wanted to pull back the curtain on some concrete categories and tools that we actively implement on a regular basis to make this Emerging Tech Mastery show and website happen. 
Most of these tools have free versions and almost all are open source. Part of our thinking when we created ETM was to showcase a variety of powerful, mainly free and open source tools at our fingertips. The best part of all is that your projects, ideas, and endeavors do not have to cost a lot of money, especially if you're just doing a proof of concept or something very small scale. So let's jump into the six tool categories. Number one, hardware. This means the fun electronics and peripherals that bring all the magic together. For us, this includes a single board computer, namely a Raspberry Pi 4B, a Yeti Blue USB mic, which I am talking into right now, and also an SD card mouse and keyboard, which is used for the Raspberry Pi. Number two would be hosting. Now, where does the data of this website live? Well, that's where services like GoDaddy, Buzzsprout, and SiteGround come in and provide it a home. GoDaddy for the domains, Buzzsprout for hosting the podcast files and maintaining the RSS feed, and SiteGround for managing the website domain connecting to the hosting, which is where the website's data rents, so to speak, uh, using a service like SiteGround. Number three. Production. What do we use for creating and editing podcasts? Well, mainly Zencaster for recording, which is mainly used for remote interviews with guests. We have Descript and Audacity for editing, Canva, GIMP, and Lightroom for design and photo alterations. Then you have UCut and CapCut for video editing, and you have Sender, which is our current newsletter provider. Now, there's many other tools of the trade, but these are just the main ones we're using, and we haven't really gotten too in the weeds as far as like other types of widgets. Like There's stuff for marketing that can get more elaborate, so we're just really keeping this pretty simple. Number four, writing. What helps us write blog posts and other communications? That would be things like Grammarly or Free Language Tool, which is an open source version of Grammarly. Standard Notes. And LibreOffice, our mission critical. Now, Standard Notes is sort of like a private Evernote, and it is encrypted. And LibreOffice is a free and open source Microsoft Office style alternative, which we are a big fan of. Number five would be website management. Now, managing a website entails a variety of software and widgets, thankfully, that are fairly easy to use. This means WordPress, Google Analytics, Google Search Console, Monster Insights, and even Yoast SEO. These are all things that give you visibility into your website. What is it doing? Who is coming there? Where are they coming from? What are they looking at your website on? How are these posts performing, right? There's a whole craft around making sure your website is getting the proper treatment to generate the best possible outcomes as far as traffic appearing in search engines and just in general being looked at and stayed on for extended periods of time. Okay, number six would be social media. I mean, who can forget social media? So for this, we have a few categories. We have Web2, which are the usual platforms from Fang, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, the list goes on, right? Uh, TikTok even. So those are, again, Web2 meaning sort of commercial platforms that have gotten pretty big and for, for at least today is still a de facto standard for being on social media. But there is Web3. Get to that in a second. First, 
you have also these chat services like Discord, Signal, and Telegram, and that is the majority of where people congregate. I suppose you could also include Slack in there, but I have noticed that Discord and Telegram seem to be much more popular, at least in the circles that I follow. And I know Slack certainly isn't dead, but I don't see it as much of a common standard that everyone chooses. Okay, Web3. So Web3 is used in a lot of terms, in a lot of uh, contexts. But I wanted to mention Web3 from a social media standpoint. So you have stuff like Mastodon, BitChute, Rumble, Hive, and even Cordal who are aiming to actually do a lot of other decentralized infrastructure plays. But I do think that those are good examples of these up and coming and emerging platforms, which are aimed at being censorship resistant. So I think it's pretty cool to have different options where, you know, Web2 has huge audiences and lots of great people to connect with when i say lot i mean the most volume whereas when you go on these newer platforms there's less users you have to sort of invest the time and grow with the platform now you can have opportunities being there early but i think there's a nice mix of having both of those can be really helpful and then again as far as the chat services i think they are something that'll be a moving shifting landmass or landscape so we'll keep an eye on that but those are the six all right well i'm gonna leave it at that and uh yeah that's our six tech tool categories we use for the show there's many more tools and little details but i wanted to just give a nice big overview and not get too in the weeds but you know there's other programs and marketing stuff that you can get more elaborate with but i think this really is a good core base and fundamental of what we do use for this site and uh yeah Thanks for listening, and I will see you in the future. What's this thing? What is that thing?